0: Welcome to The Spark To Your Success. My name is TJ Dow, and I believe we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow others to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but to the people around you. The Spark To Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight and To bring some positivity into your day. So, welcome to this episode for young people and the younger heart. Last week, we were talking about honesty. Honestly, we were talking about honesty. Did you take the Don't Tell a Lie challenge? Did you? Did you last a week? (laughs) If you did, huge well done. Huge well done. I'm guessing. There may have been a few awkward inside moments along the way. If you did take the challenge, how many times did you notice? Oh, I would usually have told just that little while. I, <laughs> and you had to reword what you were thinking to deliver your truth elegantly. and uh, But still, honestly, what a great thing to practice. So, I said, good job. Good job, people. Good job if you did that. I'm just repeating myself in case you didn't hear me. Just checking you are listening, because today we're going to talk about listening, which is funny because you're listening to the podcast, but are you really listening? Are you paying attention now, all of a sudden I've asked that question, aren't you? Would you have been, until I said that, half-listening? As you do something else, I know, I know, we all do it, right? Kind of half listening while we're getting ready for the day, eating breakfast, taking a journey to school or college or work. Or maybe you're listening as you do chores, listening at different levels, listening to different degrees. Then we miss a bit of the conversation. Our minds go off at a tangent and we have a little conversation in our head get distracted and ponder something else that popped into our thoughts. Do you do that? I think we all do that, don't we? I certainly do that. I'm often consuming podcasts and other listening material, audio books and things uh, while I'm getting ready in the morning. That's part of my getting ready routine is I just automatically reach for my phone, plug it into the speaker And have a little listen to something good. And there's many a time that I think, oh, I just missed that section completely because I drifted off with thoughts in my head. So if that happens to you, you are not alone. We all do it. It can be hard to listen, can't it? Except when (laughs) when you're not supposed to be listening. (laughs) And it seems all too easy to, to listen when you're not supposed to be. Have you ever had it when you're really trying hard? not to listen but you just can't help it and the more you try not to listen the more that you're actually tuning into what you're telling yourself that you shouldn't be you listening to might be a conversation that you're not supposed to be hearing but you just can't help it and uh, and then you just want to listen even more out of curiosity <sighs> Or it could be a noise from another room or a neighbour that you can't really hear the conversation or the TV or the music or whatever it is. But it's like just there enough, like muffled in the background to be distracting. And once you've noticed it and you've heard it, you can't seem to unhear it. You can't seem to tune out. And it just becomes a little bit annoying because you can't quite hear it, but you can't stop hearing it. Does that have happened to you? Irritating, isn't it? starts to get on your nerves like oh my gosh this is worse so isn't it oh this is definitely worse on my scale a dripping tap or a ticking clock I have a ticking clock here in my office I don't know if you can hear it but when you tune into it that'll get your nerves then you probably won't stop hearing that either and it's always am I right it's always when you're trying to go to sleep (laughs) It's nice and quiet. You're just drifting off and you just notice that ticking clock. Maybe in a friend's house where you're not used to having a clock in your room or maybe in a hotel room or something that they've got a clock in there. And it's like, oh, as you're listening, it just then seems to start getting louder and louder and louder. And that's all you can hear. And it's really getting on your nerves now. I have been known to go and tighten up the tap. And I've also been known to take the batteries out of a clock. (laughs) Because once you hear it, you just got stuff and it drives you crazy. So you have to do something about it. How funny. Do you consider yourself a good listener? There is an art to listening, isn't there? And for some people, it comes more easily and naturally than it does for other people. And there's definitely a scale of, love to talk, love to listen, (laughs) and depending on different personalities. And uh, some people naturally love to talk more than they love to listen. Others love to listen more than they love to talk. Some people do both well. Some people do neither well. (laughs) They don't listen very well. They don't talk very well either. I wonder where you are on that scale. What is your natural propensity to talking and listening you know people particularly with an auditory preference to communicate and learn a hearing preference then often need to just keep talking use people as a sounding board to get their opinions ask lots of questions to clarify understanding that's how they learn and that's how they show up in the world so some people are just natural chit chatters and talking. Stephen Covey, love Stephen Covey, a really awesome wise man who wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, has a lot to answer for in my world, (laughs) in a good way, rocked my world, tipped my world upside down all those years ago and uh, left me to pick up the pieces again in a good way. He was the gentleman that wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, an incredible book, even, I don't know how old that book is now. Gosh, well over 20 years old, but still so relevant to today. So that's my book recommendation for you today, dear listeners. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Fantastic, awesome, awesome book. And if you'd rather listen than read, you can find it on audiobooks as well. Anyway, distracted, easily distracted. Stephen Covey, who wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, said most people... Do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. One of his seven habits is actually seek first to understand and then to be understood. In other words, think about listening before you just start speaking. There are those people who do just look as if they're listening. They nod and hum. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. in all the right places, giving you the right listening signals. But are they really listening to you? Or are they listening to themselves, talking in their own head, planning their reply, waiting for their chance to speak? Just waiting for that moment that you pause to gather your thoughts or take a breath, and then that's it. They're like a shot with their prepared speech that they've had all worked out in their head especially for you and sometimes like you've just started to get something off your chest or out of your head haven't, haven't you you haven't quite finished yet you just were taking a breath or gathering to carry on but no no they spotted their moment and they just plough straight in without asking if you've got more to say have you come across those people if you haven't you will They just, and then, oh my gosh, it's like the floodgates have opened up. They've spied their moment, they're going for it. They just speak, 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 speak. Often in the form of telling you what they think or what you should do or not do. And often they're giving you their opinions and their thoughts and advice and their lessons. Sometimes it feels a bit like being lectured at, doesn't it? Sometimes it actually feels a bit condescending. (laughs) that's not a nice feeling, is it? Sometimes you don't even ask for their advice or opinion, but they're going to give it to you anyway, because they didn't really listen to your silent request that you had for them to just please listen. Just please listen to me so I can just get it off my chest, get it out of my head. I didn't want it fixing. I didn't want it solving. And I certainly didn't want it judged. I just needed to be heard. Ever had those moments and like this little thinking feeling inside as somebody just is talking, 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 you know, sometimes that happens to me and I just haven't even got the will to like say, you know, excuse excuse me, I don't I don't want to be rude. I spent time time to be honest again, isn't it? But I really didn't want your opinion. Because <laughs> you don't want to say that to you because you don't want to accept people. That's a whole gliing annoying thing about it. You just let them carry on. Whilst inside, you're silently, silently having a little sinking moment, wondering. No, you're not even listening to them, are you? You're not listening to them because they didn't listen to you. You're just wondering when are they going to stop? Hope they're going to stop soon. Gosh, that's really not what I wanted to hear. That wasn't the point of me telling them what I told them. And you're just like having a little conversation to yourself and not listening to them either. Hmm. Yeah, just needed to be heard. That's all it was about. Now. Let me let let you into a little secret, especially the boys, the lads listening or the dads who might be listening. Or if you're a teacher or a coach or a parent, this is also good to know. It was a little secret that my friend Tammy Tantilla, awesome lady, relationship expert over in Chicago, one of my best friends in the world, so, shout out to Tammy Tantilla if you're listening. <laughs> and if you know my friend Tammy, send her a big hug. <laughs> Tell her that you heard me talking about how amazing that lady was. Anyway, this is a secret that she told me. And uh, I have been noticing this ever since. Ladies, yeah, it is particularly the girls. Ladies, girls, or if you have a lot of feminine energy. It just is one of those things that you just need to be heard. Not just need to be heard, but need to know that you've been heard. So ladies, girls, particularly, I know boys, you do it suit too sometimes, but they will tell their story about what they need you to hear. But here's the thing. If you interrupt them and don't let them finish their story, they'll need to start again. And, um, They'll tell you their story, what they need for you to hear. But if you're not truly listening or you cut them off towards the end or you again interrupt them again, well, they'll absolutely know that you weren't listening properly and they'll need to start again. In fact, if you are not listening, they will keep telling you over and over and over and over and over and over as many times as they need to until... They feel that they've been heard. Once they know that they've been heard, then they can stop. It's like, okay, I'm heard. I can stop now. Thank you. So you might want to save yourself some time. <laughs> I mean to hear it over and over and over. And some patience by listening properly the first time. Let them know that you've been completely present. You are totally listening. That you have even a good thing to do, by the way, said, I hear you. Yep, I got it. I got it. I hear you. Then they know that you've heard. You can tell when somebody's like totally present with you, can't you? So like, they'll know that they've been heard. However, if she then keeps telling the story or he, I know, boys too, that means there's something else going on. Because like, I heard you. You don't need to tell me again because I heard you. And you know that I heard you. In that case, the little red flag, it means that they're trying to meet a need. Now, you probably heard about when we talk about uh, the six human needs, the work of Anthony Robbins in previous podcasts. If you haven't, well, good time to, after this, not right now, of course, go back and find some of those episodes and listen, or you'll find some chapters on that in my uh, latest book, The Spark to Your Success, Helping Teens Build Resilience. You'll find some information there too. But If they keep telling their story when you know that you heard them and they know they've been heard, that tells me they're trying to meet one of their needs. He or she wants some sympathy, maybe some attention, wants to connect, wants to feel significant. Maybe it's a clue to help them feel that way without them having to keep telling the story because that wears a bit thin after a while doesn't it so maybe an opportunity to be curious what would make such an amazing person keep telling me the same damn story let's find out what's going on what need are they trying to meet on the other hand some people talk 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 because well if they just keep talking you won't be able to get a word in sideways edgeways or anyways to give your thoughts, your opinions, your advice, or your solutions, it kind of works both ways, doesn't it? They don't want any of that. They just want to keep speaking. It's kind of um, a bit of a defence mechanism because they just keep transmitting. Because <laughs> if they keep transmitting, they can't receive because you can't transmit and receive in the same moment, can you? So some people, they just don't transmit and they don't go on receive. And if you try and put them in receive, they're not really receiving. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, don't you trying to give some information, some advice, but it's not going in. (laughs) They are hearing, but they are not listening. They are not listening. So sometimes you kind of got to be aware. Are they just on transmit or do they stop to receive? Is that you? you always on transmit so you don't have to receive. Is that your defence mechanism? So there really is an art to listening. And for some, as I said before, it comes more reasons than others. And there's a difference between listening and hearing. Hearing is something that we just do, isn't it? We do it accidentally, I feel like. It's kind of an involuntary thing. Can't help but be hearing. <laughs> but listening... Listening is different because it requires for you to tune in, for you to pay attention. And to do that, you have to be in control of it. It's a choice. It's a voluntary thing. You have to stop listening to yourself and stop being distracted by what you're doing and stop listening to your little voice inside and instead choose consciously to pay attention only to the person you're listening to or the things that you're listening to. So as Alfred Brendel pointed out, I love this, found this the other day. Alfred Brendel said, the word listen contains the same letters as the word silent. How cool is that? Because in order to listen, you do have to be silent, don't you? And silent on the inside as well as the outside. So think about that. Write it down. I had to actually even look at it to go, oh, yeah, that's true. Listen and silent, same letters different order. How cool is that? And it's a huge compliment if someone recognises you as a good listener. So why not give it a go this week? Practice truly listening to the people around you and see what difference it makes, see what, uh, how they react differently or respond differently. And they may even compliment you for it. I also want to mention a couple of other things about listening, just while you're listening, while I've got you (laughs) paying attention. One is listening from the inside as well as listening to the outside. For example, when it's good to notice and listen to your instinct, your feelings, your own little voice and what it might be telling you about what you need to do to take care of you. So do notice when it's telling you you need to recharge or you need to slow down or you need to sleep. (laughs) Listen to that one a little bit more. (laughs) or you need to eat better or you need to move more or you simply just need to quiet your mind and meditate. Notice when your thoughts are not serving you and you catch yourself listening to negativity in your head. That's definitely the time to change your focus on purpose and find things to appreciate or smile about or go on a rampage of gratitude or appreciation or be distracted by something you enjoy. And a note of caution about your distraction. If you're going to be distracted by the TV or the radio or music, then be careful about what you're hearing. Stop and notice. Are you consuming more negative messages from those types of media as well? Music. Music's particularly tricky. (laughs) What do I mean by that? Well, music can have this really upbeat, catchy tune and yet have really quite negative lyrics. Somehow, though, we don't consciously realise that we're listening to negative messages because we're so caught up, busy bopping to the tune. Well, I bop, I don't know if you bop. (laughs) Could you just a picture of somebody bopping? Anyway, it's actually quite scary when you take the time to look up the lyrics to your favourite songs and read them. I've actually been quite shocked on many occasions when I've done that because there've been songs that I thought actually were like really positive songs. And then when I've actually read the lyrics properly, I'm like, oh, it wasn't as positive as I thought it was going to be. (laughs) So it's interesting to do that. Think about your favorite songs. Uh, Write them down and then go and Google them after this. Now, you will never, ever, ever, ever. Ever, 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 ever get me to have a sing-off with you. I don't sing in public. I would never be that cruel, ears. My singing is strictly in the shower or in the car. Not for public consumption. I'm not a karaoke queen. And you will not get me doing karaoke or a sing-off with you either. But I have been known to rise to the challenge of a lip, lip sync competition. Yes, I've been known to lip sync challenge with... A few, more than one or two young coaching clients uh, over the last 12 months. Now, in round one, they get to choose a song. And because we both have to learn it, I look up the lyrics so that I can learn it and I share it with them so that they can learn it. I would be so bold as to say that every single time I've done that and looked up the lyrics to the song that they've chosen, the words to the song, are really negative and I think we're all shocked that we didn't notice that before and when I share that with parents they're like mortified oh my gosh is that what my nine-year-old is listening to 10-year-old 12-year-old 15-year-old 21-year-old do you listen to the words of the songs that you or your young people are listening to because you really might want to When you're listening to these negative songs and singing them away and you've got that little tune in your head and you're singing in your head for hours after you've stopped listening to the actual song because it just keeps going round. They're infiltrating your 60,000 thoughts a day, inadvertently programming that negativity. And do you really want to do that? If you realize, would you consciously choose to program your thoughts and therefore your feelings in that way? Not me. No way, Jose. Absolutely not me. So, there's my second challenge for you this week. Pay attention to the lyrics of the music that you're listening to. And when you're noticing what you're listening to, maybe consciously choose better words to consume and to program your 60,000 thoughts a day and therefore your feelings with. And on that note, (laughs) (laughs) did you get the music reference? On that note, did you hear it? ah you've been listening to me tj dow on this the spark to your success podcast until you tune in next week keep listening actively bye for now